0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. You know who I can do without? I can do without the people in the video store. Which ones? All of them. This is
1: Massive Late Fee with Mike and Mark.
0: Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. My name is Mark. With me as always is my co-host, Mike. How you doing, Mike.
1: Uh, not too bad, and yourself?
0: Good, we've had a good week here at Massive Late Fee. I've been a little under the weather, but, uh, other than that, pretty good. Got back to the gym today. It was hard, but, uh, you know, feeling, feeling good. You?
1: Yeah, I've been kind of sick myself, uh, but I'm feeling a little better. My youngest and I seem to have a cold that's kind of going away.
0: Oh, okay, well that's good. Yeah, that's what I had was, uh a cold with a bad cough so
1: yeah, it's not, no good
0: yeah uh i guess we'll get into the um the imdb game i've got a few different things i want to talk about today but uh first <laughs> there's some some interesting stuff on the in the uh, internet today but uh first we'll do the the IMDb game. So, your first clue, Mike. There aren't, There isn't much here. Uh, this might help you out, I suppose. I will tell you that under frightening and intense scenes, there are no entries. Under alcohol, drugs, and smoking, there are no entries. Uh, your first clue is under profanity. One of the characters takes the Lord's name in vain. Uh, plenty of hells, dams, and pissed, other mild profanities throughout. There's a period, and then it just says, "turd, fart, crap, butt."
1: Huh. That actually doesn't sound familiar. Uh, stepbrothers.
0: No. All right. Let's see. Uh, violence and gore. Nothing graphic comic violence and the only other clue for violence and gore is a girl puts a guy in a headlock
1: huh um shit a uh, hostile to
0: no uh sex and nudity if you yes please if you're if you're familiar with this movie in any way this might give it away uh, two kids talk about kissing. The girl on the team tackles the handsome quarterback so she can lie on top of him.
1: Oh, is this a uh, little Giants? Exactly,
0: and I don't that think was we've
1: done this before.
0: That was the last clue uh, in the thing. No, I don't think we've done it before.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. It we. I know we spoke about it for some reason, but I don't remember. What.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that's that's an interesting. The, I couldn't say, but the, the first clue for profanity was Danny O'Shea.
1: Oh, T- I, I wouldn't have gotten that.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I don't remember it you know, well enough. I mean, I, I'm sure that's uh, Ed O'Neill's character. Yes, I, I wouldn't it is. be able to say that without the context. You already know where we're talking about Little Giants.
0: The O'Shea brothers.
1: Isn't Devin Sawa like the, the quarterback that she likes?
0: Yeah, he's the handsome quarterback, Devin Sawa. Good for him. I don't know what ever happened to Icebox, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Huh. Well, let's see. Uh, My first clue. One of the characters, who is three years old, is shown completely nude for roughly five seconds. It's a male character
0: as well. Holy shit. Okay, three years old. Very specific age. Hmm... And roughly five. Did Matt do this?
1: No, I don't think Matt cares about you know children in uh, their <laughs> accidental nudity. <laughs> Plus, That's... obviously, this again, I, as I've explained before, I'm pretty sure Matt just prefers when he thinks that he's not supposed to. have
0: Right. So it's kind of like movie mistakes, but it's got to be cocks and movie mistakes
1: and, and balls as well. I don't think he. Uh, I mean, I guess he would probably like to see like breasts and vaginas too, but I don't really know. Yeah, we don't we, Actually, you know, I'm sorry that was sexist I, I used uh vulgar slang for you know cock and balls I mean uh, tits and pussies as well you're right
0: right exactly equality let's see a three year old naked trying
1: it's such a
0: it's such a specific age that's what's throwing me off because I'm trying to think of trying to think of movies where there might be like I mean, because it's not three, not a baby. Um, hmm. uh, problem child.
1: That is incorrect. All
0: right.
1: uh, very strong, even for a PG-13. But I'll give you another one because that's not a very good clue.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, one of the character's daughter projectile vomits on him.
0: That sounds really familiar. Mr. Mom? No. Okay.
1: Oh, let's see. References to dildos and sex toys. There's a shot of one as well. There is dialogue of, quote-unquote, having sex with machinery. Reference to ejaculation using synonyms. Two of the characters take pictures of them having sex. One of the other characters later finds them. One of the characters had a son, whose name I won't give up because it will tell you immediately what it is, that he never knew about. He described the one-night stand. Since Sensuality, that's, I guess, strong, I don't know, whatever. Reference to abortion, and there is a brief shot of a porno on tape one of the characters investigates. She finds it in one of the characters' rooms. A theme of pregnancy.
0: Holy shit. There's a lot in there. Um, fuck. Some of this sounds familiar, but... Wow, that that was a lot.
1: Here's a big clue. If I could tell you that the the unknown son's name, that would probably give it away immediately.
0: Hmm. Okay. Um. Hmm. Damien. The Omen. (laughs) Nope. (sighs) Hmm. This is a noodler feel like I should know it already.
1: Um, I'm almost positive you've seen this movie. Uh, let's see. A woman drinks a shot of vodka and an elderly man hands out cigars to a group of men in a hospital. He is briefly seen smoking a cigar moment.
0: Okay, so, I mean, obviously... the ha- uh, Obviously, birth is a big part of this. Babies being born... Old school with the cigars at the hospital. Projectile vomiting, so like, you know, he's taking care of the kids. But then there's all this weird sex stuff, too. Um, oh. Don't
1: forget, it's PG-13.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, look who's talking?
1: No. 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 You're not 100% far off, but that's... I mean, don't take that clue to heart too much, because it won't really lead you to the actual
0: answer. Right.
1: Uh, one of the characters drag races and spins out during a race. Parenthood? Parenthood, yes, you are correct. Nice.
0: I was, were you saying, you know, you're not entirely off? I don't know, for whatever reason, I thought along the exact same lines as you, which helped me, like, start to go towards parenthood, and then when you said the race thing, I'm like, oh, yeah, Keanu Reeves. Okay, and then the Dildo yeah, thing. Yeah. that part. Yep, it all makes sense. <laughs>
1: And, you know, obviously his uh, son's name is Cool. If I had said his son Cool, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's Pareto. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's definitely what he given it away. Uh Speaking of Cool, uh, would you ever, do you think, pay $75 for a candle?
1: Uh, No, I would not.
0: Now, let me tell you, though, what if the candle smelled like uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina... <laughs> Yeah, I know you're
1: heading this direction. I'd heard that she's trying to sell like a is it explicitly her vagina that's
0: supposed to smell like? Well, it's on her stupid fucking site goop, and all it says is this smells like my vagina.
1: Huh. That's uh probably not a uh, probably a uh more uh, you know positive spin on the way it actually smells, I would imagine.
0: You know what's even, well, if you've got, first of all, if you've got cats, you're not going to want to get
1: this candle.
0: Oh, no. Um, but second of all, you know what's even more disturbing? Uh, this item is sold out.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a lot of dumb people out there. I tell my children this all the time. They ask why so-and-so happens, and I'm like, kids, you think I'm kidding, but the amount of stupid people out there is phenomenal. There's so many. It's It's a lot.
0: She like we talk- you know what kind of
1: quantity she had though. I mean, she might have had two candles. You know, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, you know, as part yeah, of a marketing, they say, "Oh, they're sold out," but I had two candles. You know,
0: right? How much juice is she really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially at this age? You know, producing. Did you? I'm not. Did you ever find Gwyneth Paltrow attractive? No. Yeah, there's something about her. That's just like, meh. She's not my type to begin with, but even oh, yeah, even for not my type, she's <clears throat> not. I mean, she seems like she's a fine actress. I don't like she's. I mean, I, does she though? I was gonna say she's. I was almost gonna say like she seems like a nice person or whatever. But she's selling crap to morons. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think. I think honestly, I think she has a show on Netflix now. This Goop show. We should. Uh, we should do that for a dumpster diving.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I yes. I and, will and do you that. really? Do you really?
1: I mean, you're gonna name, you're gonna have a vagina in a candle, and the and the company's name on it is Goop. Really? That's that's what you're going with there. Yeah, I know it's. Ooh, give give me that Goop, honey.
0: Oh God! I mean, there she was. She had all kinds of Goop on her.
1: If you know what I mean.
0: What What do you think this is? So there's a uh, there's a smaller little like it's like a perfume. It's called Holy Water. But it's H O L I water.
1: I don't understand. I mean, this. Everything I've heard, like, she has all these weird, like, products. Like, you know, like, people are, like, obsessed with, like, those Him- Himalayan, like, salt lamps or whatever. That I-, I think they. People think they'll, like, get rid of ghosts or something. I don't really understand what <laughs> that the <fuck> it is. I <laughs> mean, you know, it's, like, one of those, like, dumb things. Like, it's, like, oh, this will. It's, like, it's not. It's. I mean, it, it, how can you. Why would a would like a, a a famous actress have to become a snake oil? Do you think she believes this herself? I mean, it's clearly bullshit. Any reasonable person can look at it and go, Oh yeah, that's bullshit.
0: I don't know. I I, th- I feel like she does. I feel like she buys she buys her own bullshit. You know what I mean? I think she I, buys I would it. think so. And, and in my
1: opinion it's better. I mean, I wouldn't want someone just malignantly like, oh, this is obviously bullshit, but you know, a bunch of idiots will buy it. I mean, he- again, part of my theory that actors are morons.
0: Exactly. Cause, like, as you pointed out, I mean, she is her. Her mother was a famous actress, Blythe Danner. Uh, her dad, Bruce Paltrow, was a producer. She's a famous actress. She has millions upon millions of dollars. She certainly do- doesn't need money from all these idiots on her website. Uh, no offense, idiots that go to goop.com. Um, you know what? I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not upset
1: if we offend idiots. Idiots, please be offended and then try to stop being <laughs> idiots.
0: But um. But yeah, so I do believe. I do believe she she just believes all this shit. My wife has one of those um, pink salt Himalayan things. She got it from her secret Santa from work for Christmas. So it's like, huh. it's cheap. You know, it's like uh, oh,
1: I had no idea about the pricing of them.
0: Well, it had to be it had to be twenty dollars or less because that was their their limit. So she has one downstairs. Like uh, she works from home and she works downstairs. Um, and it it can be pretty dark down there, and the the only lighting we have is fluorescent. And she really hates the the fluorescent light, so she uses the lamp down there uh, for work. It's a nice soft, soft yeah, light. Makes, I guess. makes sense. Yeah.
1: I mean, she's not like saying like, "Oh, look, it's curing uh, my uh, eczema," or you know, not if she has Oh XR no. Or you know, oh, I'm, no, my yeah. arthritis is gone. I mean, I think people think that shit will do that, which is ridiculous. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, she doesn't think any of that. She just thinks that it's a cool-looking candle base or a cool-looking lamp basically.
1: Oh, sure, it is free.
0: Yeah. So, uh yeah, I thought that was ridiculous and I uh I wanted to mention that another story that I found that I thought was sort of interesting. This doesn't necessarily have to do with um you know, with what we normally talk about, which is...
1: Uh, You're going off topic?
0: Right. It doesn't necessarily have to do with, like, celebrity or or movies or whatever. But um, uh, a man, David Ostrom uh, from Kansas, has decided to make a motion to the court that he would like to... Uh, he would like to have his divorce with his wife Bridget um, decided by combat the the Japanese style of uh, you know uh, trial by combat basically um, and he said that she can choose her lawyer uh, as her champion if she wants to um, obviously this is
1: how white is this guy he's very white right he's not oh, yeah. uh, he, there's no chance he's anything but like a mid forties white guy with no hair
0: yeah exactly, yep, you got it
1: We're really into anime, maybe the wife is uh Asian i don't know
0: what i think is <laughs> what I think is funny is that well is the wife's name well, I guess yeah it could still could be uh but um what I think is funny is he says um he wants to meet his ex wife and her attorney on the quote on the field of battle. Where he will rend their souls from their corporal bodies. Um, that sounds
1: reasonable.
0: And he talks in the thing about how it's, it's, he's not being serious and he doesn't expect it to, to actually happen, but, uh, that her lawyer has, I guess, been completely like unreasonable or something like that. And he's doing it to basically to like, um, you know, to point out how ridiculous to, to waste people's time is yeah, he's doing this for. Exactly. And then the lawyer responds with uh surely he means um uh our corporeal bodies right. In- instead of corporal. Um and uh yeah the lawyer does kind of sound like a like a dick, but uh you know whatever.
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, just a funny note. Uh, I still have my screen open because I was going to look up the uh, that story you were talking about to see if it's like you know exa- the guy's exactly as I described.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But under sex and nudity, it says stripper shows up to boys' party, but it's spelled S C R I P E R. So I think it's not spelled <laughs> this way, but it made me think of the band Stripe. Right. Does would stripper show up at a party?
0: <laughs> hey kids, sex and nudity. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's. There's been a lot of ridiculousness out there lately. I've heard that. I heard the. um, I think uh, our friend Ben's wife posted that a blind man is trying or a deaf man is trying to sue uh, Pornhub to get subtitles on the video.
0: Wow. Which I
1: mean, what? I mean, you kind of get the idea. I mean, what? I mean, none of that makes sense. I mean, are you are you looking for the dialogue? The dialogue is terrible.
0: Yeah. Who like like he he needs the plot. He can see, you know, like he, w- I, could you imagine if you couldn't see like braille porn? That'd be worse.
1: Yeah, that would be worse. I mean, I guess you just have someone describing what's happening. Once, no, I think, I think that's what they do for like some closed caption. Like someone will talk, you know, and say, mm-hmm. Hey, this is a, a man uh, is, uh, you know, he, he's apparently some kind of repairman. <laughs> One striper I- shows up at a boy's party. <laughs>
0: One time I accidentally, uh, when that first came out, yeah, when that first came out, I think it was Lincoln or I can't remember. We, it was, this is back when you could still go to like family. I mean, I guess family video is still there, but when we actually did rent movies instead of just, uh, stream them and, uh, we rented a movie. I can't remember if it was Lincoln or something like that. And I didn't realize what it was enhanced description or something like that. And I I thought for a second it was just closed captioning, and my wife likes to have the closed captioning on. So I put it on. I do as well. I put it on, and all of a sudden I just hear this very pleasant voice come across the screen going, uh... Uh, the, uh, Miramax logo comes up or, you know, whatever, uh, it's (laughs) too, it's a giant M with two and just like literally describing every single thing that happens. And I was like, Oh, this is not right.
1: what if there's like, uh, like some of those people that are better at it than others? Like, if you are like a blind person, like, Oh, I want to get this guy because you know, he's so much better at describing.
0: That's a very good question. Yeah, it's because like with
1: audiobooks, there's certain authors I like. You know, certain people I like reading it better mm-hmm. than others. Like for the Game of Thrones series, he's passed away now, unfortunately. But this guy named Royce Doltry, he does a very good job of you know reading the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I know people do follow. Like I think this is uh, we've mentioned him before on the show. But Bronson Pinchot actually is doing a lot of audio books. So apparently, he's very good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I've heard that as well. I like.
1: Uh, I, I I mean, I think he's won awards.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But I, I I the first time I ever quote unquote read Breakfast of Champions was uh, a book on on tape that I listened to to and from work for I think it maybe took me two days or three days or something like that to get through and Stanley Tucci uh, the you know the great actor uh, was reading it and he was he was fantastic and
1: Are you sure it wasn't John Turturro?
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I guess it could have been. No, it was definitely Stanley Tucci. But uh, he was like a perfect, a perfect. Uh, like he wouldn't, he wouldn't have been a perfect choice for every book, but for you know Kurt Vonnegut, he was a perfect choice.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I think Jeremy Irons actually uh, reads Lolita, which I hear is just like magnificent. Like you know his like soothing like English voice, you know, for that like kind of creepy. I've never read it, but I know obviously know the plot. Right. Like that creepy, disturbing. You know. Uh,
0: yeah, that definitely, I could see how that could, um, how that could cushion the blow uh, of him yeah, yeah. having him read it. It's
1: something else. That, like their voices are so, like, nice to hear. You, you could just, like, you could have them read off, like, you know, like, a ransom note. I mean, that's just, mm-hmm. like, how how nice their voices are. Hey, uh, sp- speaking of Bronson Penjo, how many times do you think he's put a gun in his own mouth? <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, guessing, like, two.
0: Yeah... I think, yeah, I think probably twice, and then maybe also once he's opened the uh, the medicine cabinet and just kind of looked at the pills.
1: He just dumped the whole bottle in the head. Yeah. He's like, I was just counting them.
0: And then he just puts them back. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, I couldn't, like his wife walks in and he's like, I couldn't remember if I if I took, you know, if I took my pill today.
1: If I was supposed to take one or 500. <laughs> Uh, another crazy thing about, uh, Bronson Pinchot, did you know that he hates shiny things?
0: No, that's weird.
1: Yeah, I learned this from this, uh, magazine called Disney Adventure when I was, like, 10. Wow. Like, even a Polaroid, he doesn't like the shininess. What a fucking piece of shit. What the hell?
0: Well, uh, the, this world now is, uh, certainly not for him.
1: Yeah, he, I bet that Outcast song, hey, uh, just really bothers him. <laughs> listening to it. <laughs>
0: What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to shake it
1: like? <laughs> he says no reference points. Like, I don't even know how much they weigh. Are they heavy? Are they flimsy? Right. I can't do this. Oh, uh, uh, they're not being, you know, obviously literal.
0: Speaking of stars from the, the 80s and early 90s, though. Um, last week, we talked about Paul Rubens, uh, Pee Pee-wee, yeah. Wee's arrest.
1: Are Part of our Jacker uh, series.
0: Yeah. So I was... Uh, I was looking it up on Wikipedia, and I came across something that is...
1: You know what the movie is called? Tiger Shark, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, it said that in Wikipedia.
0: Well, it, it definitely was an adult movie, um, and but I came across something that is just absolutely pure gold. So, after his arrest, uh, some of you might know, because I'm sure it's still on YouTube. Uh, he did like he, he do some public service announcements as part of his... His probation, everything. Uh, he did one uh, about crack cocaine, which is pretty, pretty well known. He also did another one. I think it was also about crack cocaine, or maybe some other drugs. Um, uh, with it's Pe- only max rated right? With the claymation character of Penny, uh, oh, no. from Pee Wee's Playhouse.
1: I like how they use like a character that's like a surrealistic, like you know, clay character. Like, hey, don't use drugs, right? Don't here's don't be. I see clearly imagined while it was high. Yeah. I mean, you don't like think of fucking cherry when you're like you know going to drop off uh, you know some soup at the uh, you know local uh, food uh, pitch.
0: hmm But here's the part that is the funniest. Uh, despite the negative publicity, many artists who knew Rubens, such as Cyndi Lauper, Annette Funicello, Zsa Zsa Gabor, and Valerie uh, Galino, spoke out in his support. Next sentence. <laughs> Bill Cosby defended Rubens <laughs> saying, quote, whatever he has done, this is being blown all out of proportion. <laughs> I could <laughs> just hear him like planting the seeds. Yeah, he jacked off in a movie theater. Wait till you find out what I've done.
1: You know it's funny? I was uh I was looking at I just uh Googled uh you know celebrities whacking off in theaters, like uh-huh. to see if there's like a comprehensive list. There's not. Nah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um but it actually, it corrected us as, are you sure you don't mean celebrities jacking off in theaters? Who the fuck are you to judge me, Google? Right.
0: The words are interchangeable. Hey, uh, hey, asshole, uh, you know, it's not 1987 anymore. We don't say whacking off.
1: Well, I think whacking off just sounds funnier, but I mean, it's just like,
0: what the fuck? I mean, why, why, why,
1: why is that? Why? Why does that exist? That makes no sense. That's, that should not be a real thing. <laughs> That should only exist like in a in the punchline of like a stand-up comedian's like, you know, bit.
0: hmm Do you mean celebrities jacking off? That's funny. And I'm gonna guess that uh you got a lot of porn. Um actually no, it's... but it's
1: like Paul Rubens, you know, was the first thing that comes up. Then it's like celebrity arrests, seven most embarrassing arrests, so it's just gonna be, you know, him. And this is from 2013, so I don't think they had uh, caught Fred Willard, who was probably going for his first time ever.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I looked
1: it up. Uh, Oh, there is Celebrity Jacking Off on Pornhub, but are there subtitles is the real question.
0: Right, exactly. So here's what I found. Um, Let's see. This is Celebrity Jerk Offices. Oh, no. I'm on something called X-Videos. The first one...
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with the uh, website.
0: The first one is Bella Thorne jerk off challenge, which I guess is, have you, so what is the
1: let me Are you see. serious? I think Bella Thorne would actually be good as like a, uh, you know, a way to de- delay ejaculation.
0: So this jerk off challenge, this is who can do it fastest. Do people like post their times? I think
1: you're. I I don't know that it's that you know granular, but I think the idea is to see how long you can hold off. Like I think people are trying to use like the most sexual, like you know, enticing videos, and then like whoever can last the longest, you know. Oh, okay. I mean, if it's Bella Thor, these are going to be like fucking, you know, in the hours, like the times. I'm sorry, but she, just a repulsive person.
0: The one underneath it, I think, is also hilarious. Uh, It says Chloe Kardashian masturbating. Um, and it shows, Ugh. it shows what's clearly a blonde woman. I, I feel like she had blonde hair at some point, but it's not her. I mean, I can't, I, mean, I can't see it's her not, face. Isn't that what it's you're hoping? Her.
1: Aren't you hoping it's not her?
0: I don't care if it's her or not, but I, it's definitely, it's not her. Oh,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, even if it was, I mean, uh, compared to her sister's video, it's benign, you know, you're just whacking or I'm sorry, jacking something.
0: <laughs> no, you should say whacking. Um, I don't. And you got uh, fucking
1: Ray J, you know, like going to town on the sister.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what Chloe Kardashian looks like, to be honest.
1: You know how impressive is that? Like that at one point, like uh, Ray J was the more famous part, you know, member of that uh, group. Oh, absolutely! That, yeah, that coupling. Yeah, and I think I heard that for when she got married to Kanye West, uh, Ray J gave his like his monthly earnings for that video <laughs> to her as a gift. Wow. And it wasn't a small sum either. I think it like I think he still made like thirty thousand dollars a month off that video. Wow! And maybe it was like twelve or something at this point. But yeah, that's that's just in, like you're making like six figures like off of a video that you made like what ten fifteen. Yeah, no kidding. And at the beginning, it must have been even more so, you know, or like at various times when she became more popular.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. But uh, yeah, Ray J was in Steel. So he definitely.
1: <laughs> That's not the only thing he was in.
0: Yeah, well, I haven't Came seen the, I haven't seen that one either. That video. Yeah,
1: I've, I've seen that one. It's it's all right. I mean, I'm not especially attracted to uh, her, you know. But I mean, it's like you know, eh, you know, I'll I'll watch pretty much any like celebrity, you know, sex video. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm going to enjoy it. Right. Just out of sheer like you know, driving by like, in a scene of an accident, you know, curiosity. The worst one I think is the Vern Troyer one.
0: He had a sex tape.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's not very good. Like I believe he's standing, and the <laughs> <woman is> not.
0: <laughs> She's lying down. She's in a ditch. I'm not kidding. I th- I think it's something like that. <laughs> in a ditch, oh. and he's standing.
1: Yeah. So maybe I think I saw that one. Maybe I was seeing the maybe I'm thinking of the video where he's like he's like super drunk. And he's like vomiting. He's like, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm-.
0: Oh, poor. You know, Vern Troyer. Vern
1: Troyer, I think I feel like he made quite a bit of money off the Austin Powers movies, or or the Love Guru, one of the two. Mm. Because he, he had like a really nice house, you know. What I mean, it's like he like had to work like every fucking you know. He's he's not like you know Samuel Jackson, where he's in every single movie he ever made.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: what? I think I saw the uh, Ken Burns series. Uh, you know about the new one that's out about the country music. And I'm pretty sure Samuel Jackson's in that.
0: That doesn't surprise me either. If there was a movie Samuel Jackson hasn't appeared in, I would be surprised. I I
1: feel that somebody should take like a small sum of money, like not a small sum, but like say like enough to employ someone for like a full you know, you know forty hours a week, you know, mm-hmm. three you know, a typical work week you know job. We just have them edit. Samuel Jackson into other movies and that would uh, that would be pleasing and then you could you know watch some movies at a certain website
0: I agree into every movie ever made
1: yeah like like it says in Cain's yes he deserved to die and I hope he burns in hell (laughs) eventually you'll be able to do it with computers you'll be able to manipulate the video and the uh, I mean you wouldn't have to manipulate you know you can make it where he's not you know sitting in a a chair in a courtroom and he's like in black and white you know at like uh, you know Charles Fox Kane's room and they're trying to figure out what happened to him. Right. And that'll be the day.
0: That'll be the day that we're all happy.
1: You know, my wife, uh, uh reminded me of something, uh, that was really horrifying, uh, this week. And it really, uh, it really made me feel bad about myself. Um, I forgot all about this. My middle name is Swedish. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's like named after, from what I've been told, it's named after my, one of my grandparents. Um, brother or something it's the like family name i, I have an ex- the exact same name as uh my father mm. i'm not going to reveal the name because it's very it's very you know unique it's not like something you know i mean if people want to guess what it is uh, you know they can guess but i'm not going to say what it is
0: good luck good luck guessing
1: yeah yeah good luck with that one too <laughs> yeah so i mean it's kind of self-loathing it's like hey maybe that, maybe that explains why i'm not uh a perfect person yeah it's whenever i do something wrong from i'm like yeah sorry i didn't really do you know i didn't do much there that's the swedish part
0: yeah, that's uh that's your one flaw. One flaw. We all gotta have one, you know.
1: Yeah, I I mean maybe we'll figure out what yours is someday.
0: <laughs> I'm friends with a Swedish guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh so your your middle name is
1: your middle name is your dad's first name, right? No, it's Joseph. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, now, now you've divulged too much information, but thankfully they're not like the most exotic names ever.
0: No, no. Yeah. Not like, uh, not like Cheever. Yeah.
1: Or Cheater, as I'd say.
0: Oh God, what a cheater. Oh, did
1: your, did you, your dad didn't want to pass the middle name along to you or your brother?
0: No, it's funny. Cause my brother, my brother's name is John, like my dad's, but his middle name is Anthony instead of Cheater.
1: That's funny like mean, like how about you never know Anthony
0: <laughs> yeah, they call it but what's funny is my dad was a junior my my uh my grandfather same same exact name, but they used to call my brother you know well they called him like little John is what they called him, okay
1: <laughs> is he related to the rapper little John
0: um you know what bothers me
1: about rappers? Why are there so many rappers with the name Little or Lil in front of their name? Is that really what you're going? I mean, really? I mean, if you're, oh man, I'm to listen to this uh, music by a guy who calls himself Lil.
0: Yeah, you would think that they'd want to project, you know, more, more confidence than that.
1: I mean, I guess, I mean, a lot of it's imitation, too. I mean, like, obviously, like, uh, Lil Wayne and like Lil John were like, you know, I mean, they're, they're both physically, they have a small stature, but I mean, I, I, all these other ones don't necessarily at least they don't seem small. Did you see the uh, hot ones with Lil Yanni? He doesn't seem like he's a small person.
0: No. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that one yet. I, I, I need to watch it, but it's, it's like from last year and, and they just finished and They're going to go to
1: another season. On like, I think it's February 9th. It's like ridiculous. He takes like two weeks off. Maybe.
0: I saw him in an interview uh, at, at the gym, actually, that was I don't know what I think it was ESPN. Maybe he was on.
1: Yeah, he's got a show out too. Hot ones like the game show.
0: Oh, okay. I, mean, I will. Uh, there was something that he did a new thing. I think it was called Truth or Dab.
1: Oh, that that is a show they have on there. Like I've seen it before. They had like um, I think they had some of the kids from Stranger Things on there once. Like they, would, it's kind of a funny question uh, show. He he asked questions and you can either answer it or do the dab, you know, and like the, the questions he asked are like, you know, really, you know, like, like what's your salary? And I kind guess, of
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw, he had these- I saw the one I saw was with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I saw that one. Or whether I listened to it, I, mean, I, made, I think they mostly just said everything, but they did do yeah. the dabbing too, which was I, I can't imagine how hot that is because, like I said, I did. My friend Matt got the bomb, and that was insane. It was like it was like it like like the title, it, like is it an explosion of like pain and fire in your mouth.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. When you told me that you yeah, so, did again, that- so
1: again, night down by the docks for you, huh, Mark?
0: <laughs> when you told me that you did that, I was like, yeah, I'm not huge into. Uh, hot stuff. So I'm probably not going to do that.
1: Yeah, the best part is I am huge in the hot stuff, and it like it was like a slap in the face. That's how hot it was.
0: Yeah, uh, like I'll make I'll make um, Thai food here, you know, and I'll use oh, nice. I'll all use. I, I'm sorry,
1: uh, that's actually cultural appropriation. I don't know if you were aware of that or not. Oh, I can't eat that anymore.
0: Nope. Well
1: And you need to go apologize to the first Thai person you see.
0: All right, sounds good. Where's um, where's Fred's nephew? Uh, Paulie, oh. <laughs> <Folly. laughs> I'll, I'll go find Paulie. Oh God, I don't even
1: know what he's up to.
0: No, me either. Still Probably watching working uh, about somewhere. Still watching uh, Yu Gi Oh or whatever the fuck he was watching.
1: I don't know. It's something weird like
0: that. Um, but it's a, uh,
1: a fucking creep.
0: Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh,
1: he's um, a cheater.
0: Yeah, I'll use green curry, which is not super hot. Um, and
1: you know, I'll use and, and Seth Curry. Yeah, I'll use, uh, oh, I think his wife is actually Ty.
0: Oh, We've okay. There you go. Mrs. Curry. I, uh, I apologize to you as well. Um,
1: and Mark Curry. <laughs> he is just, you just feel sorry for him. Sorry, Mark. Yeah. Hang in with, actually, apparently... hang in with
0: uh, unemployed people.
1: <laughs> well, you mean the, the rest of the cast? Yeah. <laughs> uh I, I actually, he claimed like recently that Steve Harvey was stealing his jokes, which is kind of hilarious because who thinks either of those jokes from either of them are worth stealing?
0: Here's the thing, though, is if Steve Harvey was attempting to steal jokes, he'd just read the wrong card. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Probably. He's like, what's up with air? ah, oh, damn it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Steve Harvey, he's inspirational and infuriating at the same time because he really did, like, you know... He had a lot of struggles getting to where he is. Like you know, he's obviously a wealthy man now, and he's mm-hmm. you know very like famous and stuff. But he, like in the in the show, the king, the show, the movie, The Kings of Comedy, which mm-hmm. is the only Spike Lee movie I've ever seen that I liked. Yep. He is he's 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 okay. He's like the host, which you know generally at a comedy show that's like not the funniest person because you know obviously they center the entertainer there, so he's clearly the least funny person in any situation. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it's like, eh, his jokes are okay, but, I mean, you know, he, he's, you know, Bernie Mac was obviously the closer, because who, who could ever follow Bernie Mac? Exactly. Uh, one of the funniest men ever to exist. Yeah. yeah, he's he's okay. I mean, he's on The Family Feud. He's <clears throat> he's ridiculous on that show, because he always, like, if anyone says anything even, like, slightly, like, controversial, he'll, like, do this, like, you know, oh, my God, like, walking around, like, pony show, like, song and dance, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, Steve Harvey, you're not really that upset about this. I mean, you're a fucking stand-up comedian. You've heard this shit before.
0: Right. Yeah, his humor isn't necessarily what I like, (laughs) but, you know, I I think he's he's fine. And the one thing that I did see that he did on Family Feud, and I think it was just the way that he said this is really funny, but um, it was uh, like one of those face off things. I saw it on YouTube. I wasn't actually watching the show, although I think it's a fine show. Um, I remember way back with, uh, Richard Dawson, uh, molesting all the, the girls talk about, uh, me too. I imagine Richard Dawson in today's day and age.
1: I was literally thinking about that when, cause I mean, you know, obviously like Steve Harvey's not like, you know, even touching people as so much as like just grabbing women and kissing them right in the face. Right. But
0: so, the, you know, he was like
1: balls deep in some of those ladies, you know, after the show.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, how many fucking kids, you know, with uh, British accents are so why would that be inherited?
0: <laughs> uh this guy uh this is a guy that that watched uh Bob Crane uh make uh, rough sex tapes with uh <laughs> random women. He's he's definitely going after some of these contestants. But I wonder if he killed him. I don't know. Smashed his head with that, a tripod. That, that
1: movie autofocus is a great movie. Bro. It is.
0: Yeah, if you if you want to see a really good oh yeah we talk about movies sometimes if you if you want to see a uh, a really good movie check out Autofocus Autofocus oh and God. RKO two eight one those are both really good movies. This is
1: oh, I'm sure that second one is not because you're dubious. Um Oh no, I, I was thinking of that stupid yeah. this eleven thirty eight yeah. or whatever. Yeah, RKO two eighty one is very good. Yep. I would highly recommend that. Um, I'm gonna have to wide this conversation all the way back to the green chilies, and I have a point about every topic we approached on the way here. Okay. This is, this is going to be some doing.
0: <laughs> All
1: right. <sighs> okay. I f- completely forgot the first thing we, or the last thing we were talking about, so this isn't going well so far.
0: We were talking about, well, I was going to say about yeah, the- Yeah, Greg
1: Kinnear. Yeah, Greg, we were talking about Greg Kinnear, um, because <laughs> yeah. he was in the movie- uh, Autofocus. Monkey Shines, probably. Uh-huh. Monkey Shines. And dear God. Symbols. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Wasn't He, he was not in You've Got Me All Those Tom Hanks. Yeah, actually, he, I feel that he, he's not my favorite host uh, on that show, uh, Talk Soup, which right. is the only thing that you ever think of when you think of Greg Kinnear if mm-hmm. you're a sane person. Right. Um, but he's a very good actor. I don't know why he's not in a lot of other things. I mean, he's he's a really good. Actor.
0: He was excellent in As Good as It Gets.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't see that, but I mean, I heard. I, I didn't. I don't know if he was nominated, but I mean, I think he, he was. Autofocus
0: alone, he's he's he's
1: perfect. He's mm-hmm. perfectly cast. He's. He doesn't especially look like Bob Kane, but I mean, he is just amazing. You know, Bob he's, Crane. He's amazing, it? Yeah.
0: Bob Kane, uh, quote unquote, um, invented Batman or or whatever created. Oh Batman. yeah,
1: K K Kane. Did I say Kane instead of Crane? Yeah. Uh, Even sorry, though it was really Bill Finger. What?
0: Bill Finger's the one that that really created Batman.
1: Oh, I don't know. Or Bob What's Bob what?
0: Kane was like, "Hey, what if there's a, um, what if there's a character." named batman what do you think bill uh why don't you create the the costume uh the utility belts, uh the backstory the name of the alter ego the powers uh like you know all that stuff like he created everything else
1: yeah see i uh i wonder okay this is just gonna add more depth to the conversation they have to backtrack but whatever we're at a side point at this point so they anyway, someone's please send me a diagram of this because it's very it's a very interesting diagram um. so I wonder, you know, Stanley's credited with creating all these characters, I wonder if it's like, you know, he just took the credit for it. Because, I mean, you know, he probably pretty quickly was able to, you know, hire a bunch of artists and, you know, inkers, uh, which we all know is the most important aspect of the comic <laughs> book writers, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, how much of it is, is him just going, yeah, how about this guy he has like the powers of a spider? So. And he's, like, and he's like, I invented that.
0: So from what I've heard, and I'm sure people will write in and tell us how how dumb and ill-informed we are. But from what I've heard, um, a lot of the early ones, like the initial Spider-Man run and and stuff like that, he mostly wrote. Spider-Man? Yeah. <laughs> he mostly wrote those. So he was kind of like, you know... you know. I mean, par- he was the
1: writer, and uh, Jack Kirby was the artist, I believe, is the yeah. relationship. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Jack Kirby... You know, had a lot of creative input as well. Um But yeah, from the, the beginning ones, you know, he wrote a lot of them. But yeah, as a, as time went on, it was more and more of him. Like, you know, uh, bang, zoom. What about this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like like how
1: like uh, what's his name? Uh, shit, the the author. His um, name James Patterson. Patterson. Like, yeah. How basically he, he's it's like co-authored by and co-authored means uh, they wrote the entire fucking book and he like gave him like character names or something or a plot. Like yeah. that's why he, like he put out like twenty books a month because he has like other and he has like fifty different series. I mean, he might have a billion dollars. I mean, how this guy? I mean, I know J.K. Rowling, you know, sold a ton of copies, but mm-hmm. I mean, he has done that consistently for like twenty five years now.
0: Yeah, it's kind of crazy uh, when you think about it because yeah, it's 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 one of the, like 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 I said, he doesn't really write anymore. He basically just he comes up with a a really rough outline and is like, here you go this is the basic of the basis of the story, right? Everything you else.
1: Can have, you can have, uh, uh you can have $30,000 and, uh, no more royalties or anything like that. And a byline.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: All right. I mean, I'm I, I'm. hopefully he's more generous than that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I, Tom Clancy did the same thing at the end or not at the end, but like he had a series called Op force and it said, to, he wrote the first book. And he also wrote the first book of this series called net force. Mm-hmm. And, um, Every other book was it was Tom Clancy's, you know, op center or Tom Clancy's net force, but he didn't write any of the other books. But you know, I I didn't realize this is that's actually when I first realized that I was like, you know, I don't know, twelve, thirteen, and I'm looking I'm like, Wait, this I'm like, this is weird. This doesn't really read like his other books because, you know, you could tell like an author, like, you know, typically yeah. have a style, like it wasn't nearly as detailed or like, you know, obsessed with like the granular bits of like mechanical, you know, equipment being used and shit like that because, you know the the hunt for red October is basically like reading a technical manual about a goddamn submarine. It's the most yeah. boring fucking book I've ever read. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I mean, but it's it's just I mean, it's just like them printing money at that point, essentially.
0: Could you imagine Stephen King uh, in that situation? That would be that would be the plot of a Stephen King horror thing. Someone else is going to write your books for you. No, they will be edited. He just
1: wakes up like you know, and his wife is like you know, just like grinding up money and smoking it. Like, what's wrong? Here? <laughs>
0: She's just patting him. Uh, did you have the? Uh, did you have the? Uh, you know the uh, reined in editing uh, dream? Again?
1: <laughs> nightmare. It's a nightmare, not a dream.
0: <laughs> you'll and he, be a-
1: think he, goes, think he goes, fucking Trump, and he like gets out of bed and goes to his keyboard.
0: Yeah, exactly. You'll be Come you'll on. be okay, honey. Here's uh, here's the reinforced sable for your next manuscript. <laughs> How- <laughs> That's why he has a big fucking desk,
1: right? How many uh, Stephen King books do you think we're losing with the time he's dedicating to like, taking down Trump?
0: Oh God! The with the speed that he writes, at least four or five a, a year.
1: <laughs> we should tweet that. I'm like, hey, if Stephen King got off like, fucking Twitter, we probably have a, a few more books
0: a year. Yeah, seriously.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, um. So yeah, anyways, talk soup. Uh, I think I think you would agree that the best host of talk soup is probably John Hen. Yep. Yep. I mean, Greg Kinnear was obviously the first one. And when he, I, I did, I, this, this is, uh, to be fair, I didn't really watch it when Greg, Greg Kinnear was on there because I didn't have cable until I was like 18 or so.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so when I, like, the first host I ever saw on there was John Henson. Okay. I mean, I really, I, he's funny. I like his jokes, you know, his personality, but he really never did anything after that. No, no, not at all. It's like Greg, or Greg, yeah, Greg, Craig Kinnear on The Daily Show. Mm hmm. Yes, it's like he, I mean he. You he mean, was an old you mean, school. Friend.
0: You mean Craig Kilborn? Oh, that was Greg Kinnear. No, Greg. Well, Greg? Okay, so you because you said the Daily Show and it, like you're you're marrying these two people. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I see what I did now. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Greg. Greg. Greg Kinnear was talk soup, and Craig Kilborn was that's it. Yep, the Daily Craig Show.
1: Kilborn. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't think he had like an Irish name. He's like such a like fucking looks like a fucking piece of shit Dutchman. Seriously? Oh, actually, no, we like the Dutch. We hate the Danes. Sorry. Right. I'm sorry to confuse the Dutch with the Danes. My apologies.
0: He does, though. He looks like he's from Helsinki. Yeah. But
1: yeah, so... But yeah, I mean, it's like him. Hey, I mean, he was in old school at the very beginning, mm-hmm. and, and then, I don't know where... I think he was on a talk show at one point. And I think um, John Henson hosted the show called, like, where you're, like, standing up and you have to, like, let a wall go through you? What? <laughs> Yeah, it was, like, it was called Hole in the Wall. It's like from a Japanese game show. Like they have a, these shapes on like this moving wall. You have to you configure yourself into the shapes, or like it'll push you into like this big thing.
0: Wow, that's very weird.
1: Yeah, it, it's very odd. But yeah, I mean, it's just odd that neither of them really, you know, did a lot after that.
0: Yeah, and like you like you said, I really liked him. It, it's funny, I liked both those shows, both The Daily Show and Talk Soup. With their original hosts And both of them Like I felt very very much the same When they were getting replaced Like when Greg Kinnear left I was like oh I hope the show's still going to be funny And I ended up liking John Henson a lot better And same thing with uh, Kilbourne. I was like oh I like Kilborn I like the show I think the show's funny I hope this John Stewart guy's going to be You know funny too And I liked John Stewart a lot better
1: And then Trevor Noah came along And you liked him a lot better
0: I don't watch it anymore I don't support Africans. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But you I, I, I really don't watch it that, anymore,
1: That's though. that's selfish. But to I'm be a fucking thirty cents a day feed a child. That's what I want to know.
0: <laughs> to be fair, though, yes, thirty cents a day can't even feed Sally fucking what's her name from Struthers. Uh, Yeah, Sally Struthers. Um, to be fair, though. Uh, honestly, I stopped watching before John Stewart left. Like I, I kind of stopped watching it. Uh, probably like a a year or two before John Stewart actually left. So it wasn't like Trevor Noah came out and I was like, no, nah, I'd already kind of started like falling off of it.
1: Yeah, it, I, it's I don't know. It's like they just got way too up their own ass about politics.
0: Yeah. Uh, apparently, recently John Henson. Has been in something called Eyewitness, which is like—is that a—is uh, that Apple's uh, transcripts? Yeah, uh, Voltron, the legendary defender. He's the voice of Bob, and Halloween baking challenge. He was the uh, the host of that.
1: I mean, good that he still has employment.
0: I guess, yeah. Eyewitness was an American game show created and co-produced by Judge Judy. <laughs> Shindlin, Uh it aired on Fox and in syndication in July two thousand ten for a test run of six weeks. Apparently did not get picked up. Um what the fuck? This format is way too complicated, so I'm not getting into it, but yeah, it you could win twenty grand. That's what it was.
1: Yeah, that's like it doesn't seem like even worth it on a game show anymore. Like ever since Who Wants to be a Millionaire, it's like people are like, you know, Going nuts, uh, you know, about like, you know, $10,000 on Jeopardy. It's like Jeopardy is way harder and it's like, uh, you know, a sliver of the, uh, you know, money you get off of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It really upped the, you know, it's like, I always say about the lottery. So it's, you know, it used to be if, if there was like the lottery jackpot, cause I don't, I don't play the lottery unless it's really big. Um, but, uh, it used to be like you know a hundred million or like a hundred and twenty million was big, and every like and then you know people would be like, "Oh okay, it's time to go out and get tickets and then it grew to like two hundred and fifty million three hundred million, and it's like you know, oh, that hundred million now who can a who shit about that.
1: Right. Yeah, Who wants you know, to win $100 million? Yeah. You know, like, like you know, a multitude of a magnitude of your earnings. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait till it's big.
0: And then it was like $500 million or something. Or it got up to a billion at one point. One of them got up to a billion, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it did.
0: And, and since then, it's like, I haven't bought a lottery ticket since then because it's like, I don't know. It just doesn't, it's not exciting, I guess, anymore. People aren't talking about it. Um, but yeah, it's I think there's a number. I think it's I be, I want to say it's like 550 million or something like that. At 550 million dollars, uh every it's profitable to play the lottery. Every lottery ticket you buy actually has a positive expectation. That doesn't mean that you'll win. Just statistically, there's the the risk the reward odds are tech, yeah, yeah. technically
1: are in your favor
0: yeah the risk reward is such that if you had unlimited money and you could continue to buy tickets you know forever and the prize was always this amount of money then eventually you'd profit so yeah there, I think it's five hundred and fifty million or something like that right
1: um, as part more of the rollbacker we're gonna go back to the family feud uh, do you think Richard Dawson in the Running Man is like the best casting of all
0: yes. I I don't. I mean, I guess it's 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 outstanding casting. It's got to be top three if it's not the best.
1: The reason he's so good at it is because you can tell like what he's on, the, you could just tell how bored he is with the show, like with the game show. I bet mean, <laughs> he brought a lot from the family, like yeah. I mean, the Family Feud. It's probably a show they do like five shows a day or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. he's probably just making like you know obscene amounts of money. Like, but I mean, it's just creatively, you know, he was an actor obviously at one point. You know, it's just it just can be like just like you know. Pouring coal over, like you know, his like heart and.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: But yeah, that's kind of. I mean, that's just that's such a good cast. It's like ridiculous.
0: Yeah, he's fantastic as uh, Killian in that because, like you said, he's he's definitely bored with it, and, and that shines through. But he still has this like this creepy gleeful menace. <laughs>
1: I think uh I think uh Arnold's character, um oh, please forgive me, I, I can't remember his name at the moment. Um
0: Richard Richard No uh, Ben. I think it's Ben 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 Richards. Ben, ben Richards. Richards yeah. yeah, there you go.
1: Right, but yeah, I mean, his character, I think, kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, brings up, like, the, I mean, because the game is fixed, you know, yeah. Dawson's character knows that everyone, you know, who's part of the machine knows that. I mean, mm-hmm. really, everything's fixed, they're editing the videotapes thing and stuff, so, I mean, you know, Richards knows the outcome every time, but then when Ben Richards gets the, you know, the board, it's a new game entirely. Yeah. And, and that is a very cheesy movie, but I love that movie, and I, I think it's probably the first, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I saw, so it probably has a lot to do with it, but it's just a fun movie. It, yeah,
0: it's very good.
1: It's, it's a, a nice way to enjoy, vi- like, very graphic violence mm-hmm. and, like, bad puns.
0: <laughs> getting, ba- getting back to Family
1: Feud, uh, I've mentioned this before, this will never not bother me. Speaking of shitty prizes, the prize in the Family Feud is a car for five people.
0: Yeah, I know, it's so ill-thought-out. I mean, c-
1: clearly you have to sell the car. I mean, mm-hmm. that's... I mean, and then what? You get taxed on half the profits for that? Yep. And then it's probably California... It's in California, so there's probably a fucking, like, state tax on that shit, too. You know? It's, like, city tax. I mean, it's probably just, like, some... You, you probably make so little when you get home. Yeah. You know, after this game. It's just...
0: I actually talked to somebody that was on The Price is Right, and they were like, oh, yeah, it kind of sucked winning. <laughs> like, they oh, won. Yeah. they won one of the prizes, but... No cash, so they had to like go into their pocket and pay a bunch of money on in for taxes to uh to keep the stuff that they want.
1: yeah, it's that's nuts. like I remember years ago, um I think there was this show called Nintendo Power mm-hmm. or something like that where it was like the cool like you'd be able to run through and like you had this velcro suit and you could attach video games to you. yeah, it was awesome. I think someone won like a grand prize in that, or maybe it was like it was from the magazine. But either way, this kid won like all this cool stuff, and then he like won, won a car. He's like, Yeah, we sold the car to pay the taxes on everything else.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: kind of ridiculous.
0: Uh, so, um, so about those
1: uh, green chilies that you said, is it like the maximum heat you go with?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's that's usually, yeah, that's usually as, as hot as I'll do it. And I'll do like three quarters of a jar and
1: well, that's a lot. It seems like I think that's a lot.
0: It's it's a decent amount because the the more you use the you know the 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 hotter it gets and um like I'll eat it the next day after it's you know marinated for a while too and it's a little bit hotter but it's like if you went to a Thai restaurant um I would call it like my you know mild or, or not
1: sure
0: I mean maybe medium like maybe it gets up to depends on what depends on what Thai restaurant you're going to, because sometimes medium's fairly hot.
1: Yeah, I haven't eaten a lot of Thai food, which is really a shame, because my uncle was from Thailand, me, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Um, but at that age, I was not adventurous at all, for the most part. I mean, I'd eat, like, he'd make fried wontons, which were delicious, but, mm-hmm. like, I never tried any the other stuff. And, you know, since I like hot food, obviously, you know, Thai food is known for being, like, very spicy when you want it to be. Right, yeah. I feel like I, I, that's a, I need to explore that now that I'm more into vegetables and that kind of shit.
0: Yeah, I I enjoy uh, pad Thai quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I would get that. I mean, in uh, city by me, Madison Heights, there's like not exaggerating, probably ten Thai restaurants. There's a lot of Thai. My uncle actually mm-hmm. lived in Madison Heights. There's quite a few Thai people in that little you know area. Yeah, and you know, one of the restaurants I went to, it was just delicious. Like it, it was just like perfect. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely. I uh, I I like it a lot. We I probably make it. You know. Not quite once a week, but maybe like three times a month or so.
1: Yeah, I've uh, like I said, I've never tried me, but I certainly wouldn't make it because I don't want to, you know, insult Thai people.
0: Yeah, I know. I I, I I'm rethinking everything at this point.
1: <laughs> you just have to make uh, your very specific. Like you only make uh, meals that your parents made. I think is what it is.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's how to stay on the right side of the the woke place.
1: Yeah. Right, that will so. be great if we made, like, a, a series called The Woke Police. <laughs> so i actually thought of this before. Like, it'd be funny if there's, like, a, uh, like a, I mean, I can't draw well, you know, enough to animate or anything like that. But if there's, like, a like a animated, like, series called The uh, Social Justice Warriors. There you go. And, like, you know, whenever, like, oh, my God, you know, like, this someone's robbing a bank. So they like, call them, and, like, the entire thing is, like, them just arguing over, like, who's the most, you know, mm-hmm. you know, politically correct. And, like, you know, they have, like, a, a woman in a wheelchair, uh, you know a gay guy. Right. You know, like uh, different ethnicities, you know, they have a deaf person, you know, like, you know, every sort of, you know, different, you know, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? A put upon group is represented, obviously, but they're like, oh, excuse me, I'm a, uh, I'm a bi librarian, you know, from uh, Jamaica. You can't, you know, you can't tell me what, you know, politically correct is.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, it would be funny too in the if, like, he's getting away. It'd be funny too us if they go to the, they go to the crime, and, you know, like some, like you said, some guy's robbing a bank or whatever. And instead of, um, you know, instead of like chastising him or trying to get him in trouble for robbing the bank, they're like, uh, now that gun you're using, that's a sig sour. That's not, uh, you're not, um, what, what country is that from?
1: They're, I mean, uh, Switzerland.
0: Okay. You're not Swiss, right? You know, right? You shouldn't be, right, you, know, right. you shouldn't be using that gun. He shouldn't have a gun at all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look at the look at his, his his shoes are leather. You know you know how expensive it is to uh, to have uh, you know uh, co- cattle farms. You know how bad that is for the environment.
1: He's really like a gunfight in the background, right?
0: Yeah, he's just murdered a bunch of people, but they don't care at all.
1: That's my idea. Don't steal it. All right, not, not you. Anybody listening? And if anybody has a problem with it, uh, fuck you. That's what we do. Don't listen to our show. We don't care.
0: Exactly. Uh, spe- um, didn't, oh, s- good. Yeah, I was just gonna say, speaking of a hail of gunfire, I I watched the Aaron Hernandez story.
1: Yeah, I, you said you're Watson. I think everybody watched it too. It's kind of interesting story, <laughs> but uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, tell us about that. Uh, weave your tale.
0: It's uh, it's quite interesting. Um, How many
1: parts is it? And I know it's a it's a multi part thing, right? Yeah,
0: it's three parts. It's three parts that are each about an hour long.
1: Uh Yeah, I know. But it's I don't care about your grenades that much
0: it's i mean honestly, if you know the story, you probably only really need to to watch part one to kind of get everything that like any kind of new stuff is
1: is uh d- does it mention how he and uh, Tim Tebow used to do drive bys <laughs> i mean they were they were roommates,
0: yeah well tim tebow is is in it quite a bit. Oh, he's not uh, cutting off the uh,
1: cocks of uh, boys in the Philippines at the moment? No, apparently not. Or not fucking his fiance?
0: Right. He, um, You know, it's funny because it, it doesn't... You know, fuck
1: Tim Tebow on every level. I, I hate that guy. I, I hate him with a passion.
0: Well, here's the thing. It doesn't... Obviously, the, the documentary doesn't paint Aaron Hernandez in the best lights. No? <laughs> because, you know... It's pretty much on the he side. He was a of, bit of a jerk. It's pretty much on the side of him being a, a serial killer, uh, basically. Um
1: I would disagree that a mobster is a serial killer. Not that he's a mobster but like a gang member. Yeah, it's, I feel that you should have a sexual motivation to be a serial killer.
0: It's um it's definitely I mean it's definitely different different uh motives. Motivation, uh, yeah. yeah. Um but even even with all that, and it's not like I feel much sympathy for Aaron Hernandez, uh, you know, in this thing, because I really don't.
1: You're going to go on record saying that.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, come after me, Internet. I, I, I'm I'm saying I don't have much sympathy for, uh, you know, m- multiple murderer Aaron Hernandez. Uh, and I can say anything I want, by the way, because I recently found out you can't defame the dead legally. So oh, we're nice.
1: good. Oh shit, we got a we got a lot of new shows to work on. <laughs>
0: yep, but even with all that, I found myself really hating a lot of the other people in the documentary. I'm kind of curious
1: to figure out how you recently discovered that.
0: What that you can't defame the dead? <laughs>
1: yeah, that seems like another story entirely.
0: <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, like like Bob Kraft, uh, Bill Belichick. Tom Brady. Yeah, there's
1: not, there's not a lot of uh, good people in this room. Hey, Tim
0: Tebow, like Tim uh, Tebow
1: might be the worst. Urban Meyer. Hey, hey leave him alone. He uh, he had to quit football to no spend more time with his family twice.
0: Right, exactly. One time it didn't stick. The other time, uh, he helped uh, um, what, what uh, fucking like wife abuser get away with it.
1: You know what I want, and I think we can figure out a way to get this. I want a book that's a. Tell-all name names book on any major SEC college, you know, football program.
0: Absolutely. Told from like a
1: star player, like a star player who never made it to the NFL, you know. So they need some money. They're a little bitter. They know everybody because you know in college he, they all thought he was going to the NFL too. Right. I would love one on you know Florida. I mean, I I hate all those teams in the SEC. You know, Me who too. Who likes any of them?
0: Yep. Yeah, agreed. If you don't live down there. You know, if you live in Florida, first of I, all,
1: congratulations on being able to read. Of course, yeah, fuck that's him.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I uh, you know, I, I hate the SEC like you do, I hate the Patriots, and most of these people, like you said, I mean, yeah, Aaron Hernandez is a murderer, but these guys are assholes. Yeah, I don't know what's worse, but I, actually, I think Aaron
1: Hernandez was also an asshole. Yeah, it seems like it uh and and to quote uh the wiener dog from uh what i can remember the name of the movie i was thinking of it earlier though you know the movie i'm talking about
0: with the wiener dog in it
1: with the woman's they call her a wiener dog it's the girl like the uh heather matazaro i don't know my wife is, is yelling at the uh the screen right now <laughs> she goes he may be gay but he's at least he's not an asshole but aaron hernandez may have been all three
0: heather who
1: Heather Mata Mod- She was uh, This is uh, have you, um, The show was Do remember when DG had a girlfriend? Yes It was her um, She was also in, I think she was in the No Rain uh, video by Blind Melon She was in the movie Hostel 2 Oh,
0: okay but she Oh, was in this oh, movie. oh Welcome to the Dollhouse? I cannot
1: remember that. Welcome to the Dollhouse Yes, that's okay. it I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me Because I was going to mention it earlier But i like, yeah, I don't the name That'd be stupid to, to say her without knowing what the name of it was
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: but yeah. As she says in the movie, he might be gay, but at least he's not an asshole. But Aaron Hernandez might be a murdering gay asshole.
0: Yeah, uh, that's. I didn't know. I didn't know that you were aware of that. But that comes out in the documentary.
1: Yeah, I've heard. I followed the story. I think
0: it's interesting. Like, there's a lot of really
1: interesting stuff. But I haven't really taken a deep dive into it. It's like r- I know that he like supposedly killed himself so that he wouldn't be convicted of murder, and therefore, like his wife or her girlfriend would be able to get his benefits.
0: Um, well, I don't think that's the case because that's what someone had said at some point in one of the reports he killed. So he killed himself after being acquitted of the double homicide in Boston. Uh, and he was talking, Acquitted? he was acquitted of that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the double homicide in Boston that he probably committed allegedly, um, he, uh, he was acquitted of that, uh, but convicted of the murder of, uh, Oh, oh! is it like Thor, or Odin, or something like that? Yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. or something like
1: that. No, yeah, that was like uh, from what I've read the details. Like I said, I followed the case a little bit. Like it was like the most like damning like you know evidence ever because like they had tracked his phone like where the guy was buried and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And they yeah, like pictures from inside his house of him like with a gun and shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And his footprint was on the scene. Uh the car that he rented when he returned it, there was a shell in it. <laughs> I mean, like that's a, that's really stupid kid. stuff. Then he tries to claim he's like, because wh- he was with two other people. He's like, well, they, you know, one of them shot him, and uh, you know, I was horrified, and that's what the defense tried to argue. So the prosecution after that did they say
1: how much he offered them to uh, try and you know take the die for him? No, they don't
0: mention because men- you know you know he had to do that. Oh yeah, they don't mention that, but. Uh, After the defense makes that argument, the prosecution comes up, just puts a tape in uh, the VCR uh, and plays the home security (laughs) footage of the next day when those two guys were over at Aaron Hernandez's house. And he's just handing the baby like his baby to them to like play with. And they're like talking and lounging out. And it's just like, yeah, this guy's doesn't seem like he's afraid for his life of uh, these people that just murdered this dude. But yeah, I didn't. And don't they
1: think he killed? He, he did a murder too when he was a student at a university or at Florida.
0: Yeah, they they haven't ever been able to to definitively tie that to him. But yeah, I think
1: that's one of those things though. Too, we're like, oh, well, this guy lived here around this time. He must have done this,
0: right? Yeah, it's who you know. There's not enough evidence in in that case, unfortunately. Uh, for for you know the peace it, of mind of the. He, I thought he
1: kind of matched with the description of the thing in Florida though, but I could be. I don't remember what the evidence was for. That
0: yeah uh but yeah it's the 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 stuff about him possibly being homosexual was something i hadn't really heard of before because i i you know kind of followed this case but not like you know not super closely um it all seems to come from one dude that was uh friends with him in high school he was the quarterback of their high school team when hernandez was a tight end and um you know, he says that they, you know, did stuff together and everything. Um, what I th- find interesting about it, though, as far as this documentary is concerned, because they talk to a couple other football players that are are gay that, you know, felt closeted and everything. They don't really go anywhere with it with this. And it's like, I guess it's just one of the, another thing like, hey, he was keeping secrets, maybe.
1: Um, the worst part was a hypocrisy.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, And it's like that
1: seems to have nothing to do with it, but I mean it's kind of interesting because he was like you know uh, you know an elite athlete you know and Mm. a lot of people will say oh you know gays can't be elite athletes or something I mean you know people have made that (laughs) thing but I mean obviously he's you know one of the best tight ends at the time.
0: One of the things that that really infuriates me about the documentary that several people say is oh we were like (laughs) how could he do this you know he's got everything. He he's got all this money. Like, I I hate. I understand like where people are coming from or whatever. People are thinking like, well, hey, if I had all this money, I wouldn't murder somebody. But it's like you wouldn't murder somebody anyway because you're not right. a murderer.
1: You know, like yeah, it's like it's like uh, like Pendulet says, like he's like you know he doesn't need a law saying not to rape people because he's raped as many people as he's wanted to, which is zero.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and that's and that's the thing is like, just because this dude's got a bunch of money. And is like an elite athlete. Doesn't mean it's impossible for him to also be an asshole and murder people.
1: Right. I mean, I, I mean, look at, uh, obviously, O.J. Simpson.
0: Right. Or Robert I mean, Blake, I mean, allegedly.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know, people are ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so that infuriated me uh, every time somebody brought that up. I'm like, okay, it's a cliche at this point. I get it. I get where you're coming from, but it's like, you know, it... it, it it's dumb it's a dumb argument um but yeah there there were a lot of things about his life that i i didn't know uh like for instance his dad uh died i knew his dad died when he was in high school um but his dad died when he was in high school and apparently his mom then uh immediately started dating uh his his cousin so her niece i think uh husband <laughs> and Basically, the guy came and lived at the house after the dad died and um, like I guess this fucked him up and everything. There's a lot of things where they're like they're building a case not is this is not like a, this documentary is not like a let's feel sorry for Aaron Hernandez documentary, but they they bring a lot of things in here without judgment as just kind of like considerations of you know, think about you know his dad died and he was a a, a big guiding force in his life. Um, you know, maybe he was gay and hiding it. Um, And then obviously the CTE stuff, they bring that in uh, quite a bit to basically say, hey, you know, this stuff can cause aggressive behavior. Yeah, and,
1: yeah for sure. I mean, and football players are more aggressive than a general, you know, human being to begin with. I right. Mean, to go into a game where you're just smashing at other people all day, like mm-hmm. every single play. I mean, you're going to be at least somewhat aggressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have a certain amount of testosterone, obviously, football players do, um, you know, because you need testosterone to get big and to get strong. So you would think, on average, chemically, they have more testosterone in their body than, you know, the average population. Um, like you said, they have to have a mentality to make it at that level of being aggressive. And then, you know, you chuck on onto that uh you know, CTE causes a lot of very severe problems, so it definitely could be a, a contributing factor to it.
1: Yeah, though it's kind of interesting though, is like I actually heard uh, Bill Burr like say like in a comedy thing that like you know, to speak more about the aggressiveness that, that like you know NFL players are actually statistically less likely to commit crimes than like the general population.
0: Hmm, interesting, and
1: uh, I. I just looked it up and and that's actually correct. Like, it's actually significantly lower in many instances. I guess a a lot of it is because I didn't realize there were that many. Yeah, yeah, that actually is a big reason because much like the affluent in general, they, you know, their rate of being, you know, especially convicted of crimes is lower than the general population.
0: Yeah, plus, you know, you're not going to see, obviously, if someone's like Ray Carruth or, you know, whatever, people that are... That are messed up and murderers are probably going to murder somebody no matter what their life situation. But you're not going to see a lot of um, a lot of NFL players like you know committing armed robbery and stuff like that because right. yeah, exactly. they don't need to. Well
1: yeah for sure I mean and a lot of the you know a lot of them you know their fame gets them out of some things I'm sure I'm sure it's not mm-hmm. like murder or anything like that but I mean you know like some arrests like of, are, I might have been had a couple drinks you know um, would you mind if I signed a couple autographs give you some tickets like oh sure go ahead you know
0: right. Yeah, exactly. still,
1: so it's, you know, just much lower, but you know, I guess there's a roughly like 2,500 people attached to like, you know, being NFL players that includes like, you know, training camp and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. or like coaches I imagine too. So it's not a very large number, but even then it's a small, you know, size, but, but yeah, like you said, because they're rich is pretty much why.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and that makes sense to me. People yeah, that I mean, have money no, commit yeah, for, less crimes just in general.
1: Yeah. Especially property crimes, unless you know, you have to steal back their Heisman trophy or something. Right.
0: Exactly. Oh, that yeah, fucking dude's on Twitter.
1: Yeah, and, and threatening to kill people on Twitter, I, I believe.
0: <laughs> Is he? That's awesome. Yes, good for you. Good for you, Juice.
1: Yeah, good for you, OG.
0: Uh, you you stay strong. Represent. I
1: don't know. I'm definitely gonna check that out. It sounded pretty good, you know, from what you were just saying, and also just I'm I've been interested in the story. Um, I didn't really watch a lot of stuff this week. Uh, oddly enough, I uh, I mostly. I listen to a lot of podcasts though, and this one that I kind of started to listen to, it was uh, it's called Monster:
0: The Beltway Snipers. Oh, um, it's right. I remember. I don't know that podcast, but I remember that story.
1: Yeah, it's put out by iHeartRadio, and I guess they did one on the Zodiac Killer, which you know obviously is the best serial killer. Of yes, all time. agreed. Um, and then they did one on some other person. I can't remember who, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I'll check this one out. But honestly, it's like the, I don't care for the production values. And it's just, I mean, it's just, I, if it, I just wish it was more straightforward told. Like, you know, like mm. we interview this woman. Like, oh, I was very afraid when I heard the gunshot. Like, thank you. That's, you know, I, I mean, some people must like that, but I'm not one of them.
0: Yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. I like, yeah, I I like it straightforward as well.
1: Like a Dan Carlin type, uh, mm-hmm. you know, hardcore history kind of. Yep. Like, he just, I mean, he does pontificate a bit, but it's not like, let's, like, he doesn't, like, play, like, hoofs in the background. It's like, I know what a fucking horse sounds like. <laughs> not, you know, we're not, like, in the 1950s with uh, Juliette Lewis's stupid ass uh, puppet father, you know. Right, yeah. Oh, was she the one with a puppeteer father?
0: No, it was. The, the radio
1: ventriloquist?
0: It was Candace. Oh,
1: Murphy Brown. Candace that's what it Bergen. Was. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's what I meant. Yeah.
0: Ed- Edgar Bergen was, uh, Edgar Bergen, Charlie MacArthur. Charlie McCarthy go. was his thing. No, Juliette Lewis's uh, dad was um, Vic Morrow was uh, decapitated by uh, John Land or uh, uh, yeah, John Landis, right? Yeah,
1: a helicopter.
0: Oh yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. A helicopter uh, at the behest of of John Landis, but I'm sure that's not what he wanted.
1: Sure. Um, maybe he just wanted this to be very realistic. <laughs> He's like, well, we have enough to do the whole thing, you know, this guy's kind of a dick. He wades,
0: yeah. he, wades, he wades into the water, and he's like, Vic, you nailed it.
1: <laughs> he just laughs. Great off. Sorry, jack it off.
0: Allegedly. Oh, man. Uh, who's, who, who
1: the hell is uh, my, Again, my wife would know this. In the, have you seen the movie Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Uh, yes. You know there's a guy at the bar who like has these flies tied to him?
0: oh um hmm. and he he
1: claims he has like a uh thermos full of like cyanide or something like that he's someone's father i thought that was juliet lewis's father
0: oh yeah you know what i think um Vic morrow is not juliet lewis's father that's uh what's her name from um fast times at ridgemont highs is is, oh uh,
1: jennifer jason lee yeah Yeah, jennifer jason lee
0: that's right that's her dad was Vic Morrow. That's that's right. that's right. I'm trying to Her think da- of who you're talking about. Um.
1: Yeah, I like I think if you saw his picture, you would recognize him. But yeah, I mean, that's I mean, i I'm, I already gave up on the podcast, so I need to figure out something. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna watch the Aaron Hernandez thing that you were saying, and also probably the Jeffrey Epstein thing that's also on Netflix.
0: Oh, oh, there's a Jeffrey Epstein thing on Netflix?
1: Yeah, I think it's the same one. that I caught part of it and it aired immediately after one of the Jeopardy greatest of all time shows. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of interesting. I mean, I know a bit about that one as well. But yeah, that's, I mean, you know, I'm going to find something else to watch because I'm almost done with the Shield season four. So after that, what is there to watch?
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, Oh, let me look up Juliette Lewis. I want to find out who her dad is. (laughs) We'll figure this out. Uh, let's see. Her dad is... Um, Jeffrey Lewis. Oh. Huh. It's spelled like... Uh, wow, he looks weird. He is an actor, though. I've recognized him. Yeah. He might yeah, be... Yeah. He might be... Um. He might be in that movie. Um, he is. But, uh, yeah. He spells his name like Jeffrey the giraffe from... Uh, Toys or Um King Jeffrey. Yeah, he King Joffrey. Yeah, he. Um, so he played a bodyguard in the Jean Claude, Jean Claude Van Damme film Double Impact.
1: Oh come on, that guy couldn't guard anybody's body. He looks like
0: he's in oh, decent God. shape.
1: How badass did it to be to be fucking Van Damme's bodyguard? I don't know. Probably not that badass because I'm sure he's a pussy in real life. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he is dead. Not dead. Don't worry, we're not talking about Vietnam at
0: this point. I tend to realize that. He died of a heart attack at the age of 79 in 2015. The first movie he's credited in is called The Fat Black Pussycat. Oh, oh my God. Oh, uh, let's see. The Return of a Man Called Horse. What the fuck is this? Oh, he was in Salem's Lot in 1979, the TV movie. I definitely recognize him. Catch Me If You Can, Sure Tango and Cash, The Lawnmower Man, The Man Without a Face. Remember that? Uh,
1: I know of it. I never watched it. Mel
0: Gibson. He's also in Maverick.
1: I, I, I think I know who uh, Mel Gibson blames for stealing half his face.
0: Right. He likes Mel, he likes, uh, Mel Gibson a lot. He was also in Maverick. Oh, uh, yep. Well, to be fair, he might have had uh, a couple pennies on his face. Wow, <laughs> maybe that's why. No, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm joking. What I
1: wa- This reminds me of another thing. I watched. Uh, I watched a couple episodes of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. <laughs> and one of them was the Ricky Gervais one. No, this reminds me because there was like a controversial joke in there that they were like debating whether or not they cut out. So oh like, I yeah. I if we should cut that, but uh, we won't. So
0: the Chinese, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, live and let live. <laughs> what does <laughs> no, that mean? I don't know. You just keep talking and you'll find uh, pearls of wisdom. If you just keep your mouth I've moving. done some
1: soul searching and yeah. <laughs> well, that is our... Uh, I don't mean soul Korea either.
0: Right. Well, that is our episode for the week. Uh, as always, tell some friends, uh, get into the mix, write us some, uh, some messages. Uh, I'll be reading... Some of those next week. We've got a few in there I, that I have not queued up because uh, I wasn't feeling
1: Not great. any from that piece of shit Brandon, I hope.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think Brandon has responded yet.
1: Unless I fucking give him a fucking thing to think about.
0: <laughs> uh, Brandon, put down the flashlight and respond to us.
1: I, maybe we give him an idea. That's what he's been doing. Like, his fucking hands are numb now. Right. <laughs> Just imagine how tightly you have to grip that thing, you know?
0: Oh, God with a lightsaber moment!
1: Flesh saber. <laughs> Patent.
0: All right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.
1: Oh shit! What? Did you cut it off already?
0: No, we're still going. What would be more embarrassing to be
1: found with a flashlight or a lightsaber as a grown man. <laughs> I have an easy answer to that one. In fact, if I had a lightsaber and somebody found, it, I'd be like, "Oh, that's a flashlight. I fuck it."
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh all right we're going now
1: yeah my computer's to today